Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Let's open in a word of prayer and uh, we'll get started. Father, just calm our hearts. Father, we have enough busyness in our life to just that we're just going, 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 going. So, Father, just help us to slow down, to listen to you. Father, calm me and help me to just speak clearly and not fly through like the Energizer Bunny. Father, but to just rest and wait upon you and uh, just have a special time with these ladies. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you are everything, Father, to us. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Earning a living, fixing meals, caring for kids, helping with homework, cleaning house, paying bills, preparing the car, handing insurance, doing the banking, income tax, shopping for groceries. <gasps> you know what? If you just say those really fast, it wears you out just before you even get through, doesn't it? Okay, much less doing them. Now let's go back and I'll fill in your blanks. Earning a living. Most of us as single, as single moms, unwed moms. I, I want to preface everything real quick. A lot of things I say today, it spans the gamut, whether you're an unwed mom and have never been married or whether you're a single mom and you have been married. There are some things that, that trans, you know, transcend those boundaries. So a lot of what I say today, it, it, it applies to you, period. But there are some things that I want to address specifically also for unwed moms who may not have that father. You may be a single mom even though that that spouse, ex-spouse, is not even active in your children's lives. So hopefully it will appeal to, you know, either. But um, there are a lot of things that, you're gonna, that you've probably even heard in the conference that apply whether you've been married or whether you haven't. Okay? So um, anyway, earning a living was the first blank. Cleaning house is the other blank. Repairing the car. Notice I said if you have one, because you know sometimes we don't even have one. Especially when it falls apart and you don't know what you're going to do. Um, income tax. And the line above that, doing the banking. Now, all of these things, I mean, if you do all of this, it can take 12 hours a day or more. And most of us do almost all of that. We may not repair our own cars, but you have to take it to be repaired. So we all have to do these things. So where's the time for you? You know, we hear we, got to, we need to exercise, we need to eat right, we need to take care of ourselves, we need to be healthy moms. Okay, so where's the time for you if you're so busy doing all of this? But personal time only helps strengthen you and your relationships with your children. Personal time only helps strengthen you in your relationships with your children. There's a little quote down there, and I'm going to address time with your children later. But right now I just want to focus on you for a moment. And I want you to notice the quote there. It says, In the busyness of life, God calls us to still waters, to quiet resting places, to the simplicity of faith, and to the all-embracing comfort of His love. And in Psalm 32, 8, it says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. 
So how can we get that time alone? Here are some helpful tools. Okay, these are things that for me worked through the 16 and a half years because I found out pretty fast. I became a single mom when my son was 16 months old. Now, a two-year-old, how many have two-year-old, three, four toddlers? You got some toddlers especially, even a baby. It demands time. It demands a lot of you. And there comes a time you just got to have a break. You just got to have a break. I don't care if you think you're the best mom in the world and your kid is just the best kid in the world. You've got to have a break. So, some ideas for child care. I'm not saying you haven't thought of these things, but maybe you haven't. I don't know. Family, if you have good family that you trust to leave your children with. Other single friends. Maybe there's some singles that you can, you can swap that child care with. Married friends. I found some wonderful married couples through the years that actually didn't seem afraid of a divorced woman. And so they were willing to help me with childcare sometimes. And if I needed a break or maybe a single mom's conference to come to, to rejuvenate me, they were willing to watch my child. And it was just huge for me. They were big in that. And churches that have nights out for adults with childcare provided. You just heard from the keynote speaker that how important it is about a church family. And we're going to get into a little bit of that later. But I'm going to tell you, it's not just what God does for you in that church family and how you have that support and stuff, but it's also they are there to minister and help. There, you will find those adults in church homes that are ready and willing to help you as a single mom and to be there. And like I said, we'll address a little more of that later because there's some more important things, especially for you if you have an uninterested ex-spouse or if you are an unwed mom. It's even more important, and I, I'll get into more of that a little bit later. Things to do. Maybe you've thought of these again, but maybe you haven't. These are things that through the years were great for me. Um, games or movie nights with friends. If you've got a group of friends that like to play games, get together with them. They might even have children, too, and... Just have a big thing with your children over on the side. They can watch a fun kid movie or something like that, and you guys play games, or it may be games that your kids can participate in. My son has grown up playing games and now still loves to have game nights with the adults. I mean, yeah, 19-year-old boy. Go figure. And he's not a little, you know, mom's boy. Trust me. <laughs> no, actually, now he'd probably rather be around his stepdad sometimes than his mom, you know. I guess he's sick of me. Um Dollar movie, which I understand now most of them are $1.50 movies, but hey, it's a cheap and cheerful way to have a night out and to do something. It's not always the best theaters, but works for me when I want to see a movie and I just can't afford it. That's even cheaper than renting one. Dinner with friends, someone can host it and everyone bring a dish. Have like a potluck. You be the host house, and you know what, guys? You know your girls. I just say guys. And... You don't have to have the gorgeous, beautiful show home. Most of us as single moms are not going to have the gorgeous, beautiful show home. But you know what? If you're a warm and friendly home, you be the hostess. Open up your home. Invite your friends. If you're a welcoming person that likes to welcome people and, and reach out to people, you be the home that hosts it. You don't have to look. Even if you're not a perfect housekeeper, who cares? You know what? If they're there to see your house, 
I'd re-examine your friends. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're not all perfect housekeepers either. So if you're the perfect housekeeper, you host it. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, host it. At, have it at your house and invite a bunch of friends. It's just fun sometimes to eat dinner together with other adults and not just kids. So it's a great way to get together. Um, go on a bike ride or walk by a lake or in a pretty park. I know that may sound cheesy. But, you know, just going sometimes getting out of your four walls and going somewhere else is just the break that you need. And sometimes it's the break your kids need. And, hey, a park is free. And they usually have pretty good little play areas, you know, for the kids. So great place to go. Throw a theme party where everyone contributes. I, I put that in there because I knew this lady that was a single mom that used to have a, she would always throw a uh, Oscar party. And you had to come dressed as a character. And I just thought that was kind of fun. Never did it, but I thought it sounded fun. <laughs> but you might throw some other kind of theme party, you know. Maybe it's, you know, maybe your church isn't doing. Maybe you are part of a church and they're not doing like a fall festival or pumpkin patch or whatever. So, hey, you throw something for the kids and stuff and hand out candy and everybody dress up. Something different. Go to the library or to Barnes & Noble and look at magazines or books. They don't charge you to look. They charge you to buy. But you know what? A library is also a great place. And also they have a lot of summer program things for your kids. Use it. If you live in Oklahoma County, you get a free library card. And they have CDs, movies, magazines, books, everything. There's, there's no excuse for not finding entertainment, pretty much, really. You can, you can check out movies for free. So now you've got to return them or they'll start charging you. <laughs> but that seems to be a problem in our house, getting them back before the deadlines. I don't know why. Free concerts or events in your city or surrounding towns. Check out what's free. Man, go to websites or pick up a newspaper for 50 cents or whatever. I really don't know what a newspaper costs. You can tell I don't read a newspaper. I'd rather pull it up online. I hate that newsprint. So anyway, you know, find out what some of the free things are, though, in the city area. We live, it, do most of you live in the Oklahoma City area? Okay, I'm seeing noddings and stuff. Okay, even if you live in a small town. Okay, I don't know a small town in America that doesn't have a festival of some sort <laughs> at some time. You know, we used to, I grew up in a small town that had Pioneer Days. But you know what? In a small town, that was fun. That was fun. So there's free things. I don't care if you live in Podunk, America, you know, or Oklahoma City. There's free things to do. Um, singles functions with churches. You know, there's a list of churches I noticed in the Survive and Thrive conference book. Find some single mom programs that have things for you. They're out there. You need to seek those out and find them because you need some churches that even if you don't want to give up your home church, you might still seek events out with another church if your church is not doing single moms. Or maybe you're supposed to go to that breakout session about starting a single moms ministry in your church. You know, that might be you. I'm not your Holy Spirit, though, so that's not what I'm telling you to do. Um, start a book club. Read a book and get together and discuss it. Now, some of you may not be readers, but some of you might need to become readers. Again, you got that free library card. So start a book club. You know, find something you're interested in. Maybe it's how to fix something. You know, I know I've always lacked in that area. 
of just little minor repairs, which I love the little breakout session about that, how to find a stud. I love that. Anyway, but it's about repairs and things in your home. And, I mean, we could all use that. Most of us are not necessarily handy men so, or handy women. God wants us to move through this day with a quiet heart, an inward assurance that he is in control, and a peaceful certainty that our lives are in his hands. You know, ladies, he doesn't. He knows our lives. It's not like you look up and go, God, I am so busy. Really? Are you? You know, it's no surprise to him, but there are those times he wants us to come to those quiet places in our life and take time for you. And no, it's not all about me sometimes, but sometimes it does need to be about you. And we all have those excuses. Oh, I'm telling you, I've made the excuses for the diet and exercise. Can I tell you, I can't wait to get to heaven and never hear those two words again. Diet and exercise. But we're still on earth. And we do need to watch our diet, and we need to exercise. But sometimes that's taking time for yourself to do that. And I will tell you, my frame of mind is so much better when I get when I have a walk, take a walk, or do an exercise video or something than when I'm doing nothing on exercise. I'm telling you that from experience. I'm sure that's shocking when you see me standing up here. Yeah. I have to work on this all the time, all the time, just to even get to this. <laughs> So, you know, it's, you have to take time for that, diet, for that exercise. It is freeing to your mind, not just to your body. It really is. There's something to that. Use it as a time to pray. You know, sometimes, how many of you, you're only quiet times in the bathroom with the door closed? <laughs> I remember those days. And then you'd still get a knock on the bathroom yeah. door. Mama, mama, uh, honey. Don't even, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, give me a few minutes, I'll be out in a little bit, you know. I mean, we've all been there, yeah. Okay, let's move on to others. In relationships, yes, I'm going to hit you a little bit about those relationships. In relationships, are you the person you want to be or do you have areas you want to improve? You know, sometimes we are so focused on finding Mr. Right and Mr. Perfect, and waiting for that man to come into our lives. I remember those evenings just thinking, Lord, if you just bring that man to sweep me off my feet, and I'd never have to work except in the home. <laughs> hey, wouldn't life be good? But you know, that didn't happen for me for 16 and a half years. In fact, my husband and I were joking. He goes, well, you're still working, so I guess you only got half of it. <laughs> you know, he swept me off my feet, but that was it. No, and I said, no, wouldn't trade you for anything and things. But, you know, it didn't happen for me for 16 and a half years. But that's because there was a plan in that, and I know that. So what, did, what could you use that time for for you, though? Well, you know, we can be busy all the time looking for another person, but if we're not who we need to be, we're not going to be ready for that other person. You're not ready for another person, for a man in your life. You are not ready for that if you're not the person you need to be. So, you know, I would just encourage you to use that time to work on you. Work on your character. There is only one love that can hold us with an everlasting embrace. You know, it's so funny because she just touched on this out there. And I was like, okay, she's taking my talk. No, but you know, someone else told me that it's really cool how God says many things many times 
through different people because maybe it's what you need to hear. You know what? Another person, a man, especially I'm going to say a man for you all because we're all ladies, cannot be your all in all. Now, I'm going to tell you, God brought me two and a half years ago an incredible man. I didn't know one like this still existed. He's a wonderful man, but he still cannot be my all in all. If I'm looking to him for everything, for all my needs, for everything, and for you as an unwed mom, maybe that's what you put your all in all in another person, thinking they were going to sweep you off their feet, your feet, and you were going to get married and have children with them, and life was going to be good. And maybe that picture changed. And now you're a single mom, and I don't know about dad. Dad might be active. Dad might not be active. But you know what? That God is still the, our husband, our provider. He is still our father to our children. He is all of those things. And that's who needs to be all of those things, not another person. Can you live up to being an all-in-all all for that man? Can you live up to that expectation? Because I sure couldn't. I cannot. I am not perfect. I have PMS. <laughs> oh, my word. I have good hair days and bad hair days. I have days that I don't like anything in my closet. Okay, so if that man is looking at me for his good day to be what mood I'm in, oh, well, hey, yeah, they don't want to see him at work then. So I can't be his all-in-all all either. So why would I expect him to be my all-in-all? You cannot expect that from another person. If that's the expectation, you're looking for perfection. And honey, it ain't out there because we're not perfect either. So Psalm 105 says, For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Oh, and I just love this. I just bought this. Well, I kind of bought a few things. <laughs> but really what I was getting to is this. How many have the pillowcase from last year? Well, if you don't, or drag it out and use it as a reminder, what does that say about Jesus? He's all those things. Husband, provider, comforter. It's hard reading upside down. All of those things. He is all of those things. And you guys, I can tell you, if nothing else was proven to me through 16 and a half years of single parenting, he proved that. He is all of those things. And I'm not saying I didn't hit those times. I, you do. There are those times that you still think, okay, Lord, I know you're there, but I really need somebody in the flesh right here, right here. Okay, I hit those times, you know, when they come home from school and they've got a problem and you're going, I have no idea what to do. You know, we do hit those times. But what did she say? I loved what she said. What do you do in those times? You just love them. And you know what? And then you get on your knees. I have been on my knees many times crying out to God, Lord, I have no idea. When my son turned 16, our relationship changed drastically. Because it wasn't like he, you know, turned into the devil's spawn or anything like that. But our relationship changed because he was finding his independence from being mama's boy. And he needed to. But I didn't know how to handle that because I was it in the house. There was no man there to help him with that. And his dad was somewhat active. But, yeah, when you live in a foreign country, they're not real active. <laughs> not in person. And so I just really, I had to cry out a lot. Because I didn't know what to do. So, 
We all have those times. That's when you do. You just love them. You just love them. And the teenagers, the other thing I was going to say, you know, she said when your children come to you and say, I need to talk to you. <laughs> okay, the other thing is when they're a teenager and it's midnight and you are dead dog, but they come in and they say, I really need to talk to you, Mom. You get up and you talk to them. Because I'm going to tell you, I heard that one time from a man that said that in a study I was in. And it was the best advice because that has happened. I can't tell you how many times. And I'm just going, please, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> but you know what? I got up because that's when he was talkative. And you have to get them when they're talkative. Not when you want to talk. Because if you do that, then you're just giving a speech that's going, Pew. yeah, right over him. Um, can you visualize your future? When you close your eyes, do you see the man you will marry? Do you have other goals or plans for your future? That's in the little dark box in the middle of that page under others. Oh, I'm sorry. The good thing that you desire will become the best thing when you allow God to give it to you in his time. Amen and amen. You know, we can all be married if we want to be. I used to tell this to people, you can be married if you want to be. You can go find you a man, and you can be married if you want to be. But do you really want to be married just to be married? I don't think so. Because you know what? It won't be the best for you, and it won't be the best for your children either. So that's kind of where that little quote really spoke a lot to me about it'll be the best then when it's in his time. And back to the future thing. If you aren't looking at future goals for yourself and your family, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it. You know, if your only goal is to find that man, <laughs> really, I would encourage you to reevaluate that goal <laughs> and maybe set a few more that don't depend on another person. You know, set a few, set some goals and things for you and your children. I, that may sound funny, but you know, like, I, I know as a single mom, I had to plan. If I wanted to take a vacation in the summer, I had to plan like the Dickens and save money, figure out how I was going to get there, if it's very far away, who's going with me, because I really, I was a big chicken sometimes and didn't really want to take a four-year-old by myself, you know, and so it, I just thought it'd be more fun with somebody, but you've got to plan those things. It might be short-term goals like that. It might be long-term. Maybe you can't stand your job, and you're just doing it to collect a paycheck to provide for your family. Been there. But maybe it's time to get on your knees and say, Lord, I really want to do something more than just collect a paycheck. What do you have for me? What do you have for me? I'm going to tell you, God led me to the Hope Pregnancy Center as the director almost eight years ago. And it, for the first time, I did a job that was more than a job, and it was for more than collecting a paycheck. It was right where I felt called to be, and that's my mission field. And so he will do that. He can do that. Now, that, you know, that was up until in my 30s. So I had to, maybe God was teaching me patience because it seemed I had to wait a long time for a lot of things. No, but you know what? When God brought it, it was the best. He brought me the best man for me. He brought me the best ministry that I could be a part of for me at that time. So, and, you know, I don't have a corner on the market or anything. He can do the same thing for you. Helpful tools. Write down one thing you want to attain, acquire, achieve, or accomplish. We just talked about that. 
Maybe you want to write down some things that you want your children to achieve or acquire or attain. And I don't mean a, a brand new Xbox 360. You know, let, I hope we have more deep thoughts and desires and hopes for our children than that. But, but I tell you, it does take some planning. I will tell you one of my weakest areas that I always, always wanted to improve in was spending more quality time in a family Bible study. I just, you know, I did that when he was younger, but as he got older, we'd do it for a while, and then it'd kind of go by the wayside, and you know, because other things took over. And so just, I tell you, build on that spiritual, build on the spiritual, and, and do a Bible study. And if you make it fun while they're young, especially, they'll want to continue that. He loved it when he was little, but don't wait to, well, I shouldn't say that. Start it now, even if they're 16, it doesn't matter. You just find something, and there are tons of Bible studies out there, short devotions. You know, it'd probably have to be short if they're 16, or they're not going to sit there for a big, long get-together, you know, with mom. But come up, find a devotional for teens then. There's some great ones out there, and spend some time. Don't just let them see you doing the busyness of life. You are their example. And don't just let them see, you know, if there's a time that you need to get on your knees with your child, it's okay for them to see that. It's okay for them to see that. You don't always have to go hide yourself somewhere because you don't think your child should see that. You know what? They need to know that you go to God for everything. They need to know that. Okay. Sermonette 101. Where do you want to be in one month? Where do you want your children to be in one month? What kind of woman do you want to be? Maybe you need to do a Bible study that's one-on-one -on -one or something or something at your church that's just for women. And sometimes we spend more time planning our wardrobe and what we're going to do for entertainment than we do thinking about our future. And I, I'm just confessing to you, most of these things I put in here, <laughs> I've done. So, I'm not preaching to you anything that I haven't experienced. Wow, I've got to hurry. There's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth. That's in Ecclesiastes 3.1, but I loved the message version of that, so that's why I used that. And I said that because spend quality time with your children while you have them in your home. The time will go so quickly, and later you will have more time to do those other activities and things that you've put on hold for a time. As much as you need to take time for you, you also need to spend that quality time. I know you hear it all the time. Time flies. Time flies. They're just grown before you know it. But you know what? It is true. Before you know it, even on that day when that four-year-old or two-year-old screaming their head off and you just think, okay, I'm ready for that day. Well, you know what? It will be here before you know it. And so take time for some quality time. It may just be loving them and listening to them. Maybe that's the quality time. I want to tell you, I did a very incredible Bible study one time. It was during vacation Bible school, and then when your and when your child gets to the age that they can't attend that, sometimes you know if you if your child's helping in that or whatever, and you want to do something, our church actually got a clue and had a Bible study then for those of us that were parents of teens, and it was the five love languages of teenagers. Now you've probably heard the five love languages for everything else. 
that of teenagers. And I'm going to tell you why that was freeing to me. My son always wanted me to go outside and throw the ball. I don't care if it was a baseball, football, basketball. I mean, every ball known to man I have learned. And let me just tell you, growing up, I was a priss from the word go. I didn't pick up balls to play with. Barbies, maybe, but balls, no. So I had to learn all this. And so far out of my comfort zone. But let me just tell you, I throw a pretty mean spiral now. Because I learned. And I got over the fear of that baseball firing at you, you know, and things. But, you know, I always thought, why is it so stinking important for me to go out there and throw that ball? It's hot. I don't like to sweat. Why do I have to go out there? You know what? But it always seems so important to him. I did that five love languages, and you give the test to your child. You know what his number one love language was? Quality time. That was quality time to my son because it was time without the TV, without the phone, without, we didn't even have the radio blaring out the window or anything like that. It was without all of this interference and we'd just go out in the yard, doesn't cost you a dime, just a little sweat, and throw the ball or whatever. You know, that was quality time to him and he loved talking and many times that was some of his teachable moments when he'd open up and start telling me stuff as he's throwing the ball you know and I'm <laughs> like this but it was great time and it made sense when I finally knew that it was like oh my word wow I could have had a V8 I just it was like okay thank you Lord thank you for showing me that that's why that's so important and stuff so it really was freeing to me. Find out, you know, you don't have to get the book and have a test. If you really observe your child, you can probably figure out what their love language is. If it's quality time or if it's acts of service or if it's words of affirmation. You know, maybe he just needs to hear from you that even when he comes home and he did bad on a test that, you know what, it's okay. Well, you know, we'll get through this and... We'll just try to study more. I'll help you study for the next one, whatever it is. Okay. Your presence matters. As if you could not read that in large letters, but your presence does matter. So as much as you need that time, you also, there is a time that you're going to be able to go to those social events. And I'm going to even tell you, even in churches, yeah, there were lots of singles events all the time where I went for like seven years. But I had to pick and choose because I already left my child in child care while I had to go to work. I didn't want to leave him all the time then to go do this or go do that. There is a time for that. You will have time for a social life even more later. But take that time once in a while. But then the other time, man, your presence matters. Stay with your children and do things with them. Don't always pawn them off on someone else. Families who eat meals together, play together, and build traditions together. And ladies, I'm not saying a meal on a TV tray in front of the television while you're watching your favorite show. And let me tell you, that's an easy one to fall into. I don't know if any of you have, but I sure could at times fall into that. It was like, okay, just get your tray. Let's go in here. You know, it was easy to do that because it was just the two of us. Seemed kind of boring to sit down at the table, just the two of us, you know. But I tell you, again... It's without those distractions, and it was a great time for Jonathan to talk with me and me to talk with him. And sometimes that was when I'd have the teachable moments that I didn't feel like I was talking to a wall. 
So fix those meals together. Don't just go through the drive-thrus. It will help you as well with that diet. Don't you love that word? And it, it does help. You and your children are a whole and complete family. You know what? Doesn't take a husband and it doesn't take a father in the home to be a whole and complete family. You and your children are a complete family, just like you are. Because who again is our husband? Who is our father? Who is our provider? That's right. You're a complete family. Depend on him and start living that way instead of because your children need to know that you're a complete family. You know what? They're going to hear the statistics for single parent homes all of their lives. My son never got so sick of hearing that. The statistics for single parent homes and the kids. Uh, maybe you don't hear, but it seemed like everything I went to, that's all I ever heard. Don't be a statistic. You be different. You be different. It's possible and we can be different. You're a family. Okay, set family goals together under helpful tools. Set family nights to eat supper together and spend the evening together playing outdoor games or board games inside, picnic, movie, etc. Create those times. If you need helpful, talk to somebody. If you're not creative, talk to somebody that is. Take a car full of kids to the drive-in movie. There are still drive-ins. And let me tell you, just my husband and I did that one night. It was to a kid movie, and it was great. I thought we should have loaded up a bunch of kids somewhere. So anyway, great way to do. Discipline your children. I'm doing this under helpful tools, and I want to tell you why. I see a lot of mothers, <laughs> a lot of mothers, who just seem frustrated all the time. They're hollering at their kids. Their kids aren't listening. It's just like back and forth, yeah, yeah, they're running all over, and they can't seem to get control of them. But you guys, if you don't discipline, especially when they're young, oh, my word, truly good, you know, I don't know what to tell you when they're older. When they're teenagers is not the time to start disciplining. It's not. And I don't mean wearing their little bottoms out every time you turn around for every little thing. Yes, I, I personally do believe in spanking. If you know the difference between spanking and beating or hitting, there is a difference. I do believe in spanking. But if you don't still discipline your children, discipline your children, your life will be better if you discipline your children. You will find that that little two-year-old will listen to you then. Now, I don't mean get down in their face either. A little two-year-old go, do you think that was a good choice, Susie? <laughs> oh, my word, at two years old, they don't know. You know, you be the parent. Be the parent, but discipline your children. If you need help in that, you guys, there are so many places and ways to get help to know how to discipline your children. But do it. Don't neglect that. Your life and their life. Kids may look at you. They may even tell you they hate you at some point. But you know what? They do want boundaries. They want to know that you care and love about love them. And you know what? They'll know that if you discipline them. Why would our Father in Heaven talk about disciplining His children, us, if it weren't important? You do the same. If your children are important to you and you love them, discipline them. Set consequences. And oh my word, follow them. But let me tell you, I'm not going to kid you, that is the hardest thing. Boy, to be consistent and persistent. Maybe it's not for you, but it was for me. 
because you are the only one doing that. You're the only one that's disciplining. You're the only one in that home. Okay, so it is hard. That's why you need a break once in a while so that you can come back and be consistent and persistent in your discipline. Because just as you're consistent and persistent in your love, you need to be consistent and persistent in your discipline as well, which also shows them that you care about them. Okay, assign chores. You are mom, not maid. How many have boys? How many have sloppy girls? Okay, some of you have been blessed in with not sloppy girls. That's good. Um, I had a really sloppy boy. And, oh, bless his soul, he's 19 and he's still sloppy. But, you know, I, I'm going to tell his future wife that I tried. <laughs> you know, I just tried. But you are not their maid. So, you know, I, it finally came to the place that I left the room alone, but I said you've got to keep your stuff out of the main room, the living room and stuff, because I could not stand walking in and there's all his stuff. So, I loved this idea. I heard it um, one time. I can't take credit for this idea, but I loved it. Some with reward and some without reward. On your chores, that wasn't the idea. It's on them. But some of them, I think it's great to give allowance for a reward. Like if they mow the lawn or something, you may want to do that. But there's some things that kids just should learn to do, period. No money involved. No reward involved. It's just part of growing their good character. They need to learn to clean up after themselves and do things for themselves, not mom come behind them and take their dishes in the kitchen. No, they need to do that. They need to learn to say please and thank you. You know, it will go far in this world because there's a lot of people that have forgotten how to say please and thank you. <laughs> so teach them those things, and those don't need to be with reward. Now, there may be some things that you do set that you can give them a little bit of money for if you have it or reward them some other way if you don't have money reward them some other way give them say I'll fix you whatever you say you want for dinner if we have it in the cabinet <laughs> yeah you might want to set a little limit there but because um, that'd be right when they'd say you know McDonald's or whatever and you're broke and um, just teaching good responsibility so that's why sometimes you don't reward their reward is just that they're going to learn, learn good responsibility, which will only help them. When a child doesn't do their chores and you do it, give them one of yours to do as their discipline. If you took their dishes in the kitchen, well, if your chore is to do the dishes, maybe they need to learn to do the dishes. And they have to do your chores since you did theirs. So I loved that idea. I heard it like after my son's an adult now, but I loved that idea. So if one of you try it, you'll have to let me know if it really works. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. For those of you who have a dad that is active in their lives, <clears throat> I wanted to address this because some of you, even as unwed moms, you still have a father, a dad of your baby that may be active in their lives. Now, I don't know about you, but I used to just worry sick when my child was going off with his dad about what was he going to do, what was he going to see, and all this, you know. And I always had those sweet, helpful friends that said, you need to tell him to do this, and you need to tell him not to do this, and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? He didn't listen to me. He's not going to listen to me. When my son was with him, he was dad, and I had no say. I could talk till from now till Jesus comes, and it didn't make any difference. So I 
want to just say to you, when they are with their dad, when they are with their dad, maybe it's even grandparents, and you've asked the grandparents not to let them watch a certain movie or whatever, but when they are with those adults, those adults are accountable for what they do with those children, not you. Did you hear me? That was so freeing to me. You are not accountable for that. Now, does that mean you're not still listening and trying to input and, and make sure that they're not exposed to things that they shouldn't be? No. You do need to be aware of what's going on and all of those things. But you have no control over that. So quit stressing. Because when your children are with dad, maybe it's not dad, maybe it's grandparents, maybe it's a, a friend, but when they're with another adult that you've entrusted and that you've told them what you do do and what you don't do or what you allow and don't allow, it's up to them and they're accountable, okay? 1207, that means I have three minutes. Woohoo! Church and spiritual. I'm skipping, there are wonderful scriptures I don't want to want you to think that Isaiah 43, 1 through 4 is not huge. It is. Read it. You guys, these aren't just words printed either. They are words from God. That, that's big meaning. Big meaning. Much more than mine. Benefits of being an active member of a church. I'm going to fly through these. A. Godly male role models. Single moms need the help of young men who will play catch with their fatherless boys and take them to the school soccer game or fishing. They need men who will fix the brakes on the Chevy and patch the leaky roof. Male role models for girls are also important. I realized a little bit later I didn't say about girls. I want to tell you something. If we had more good male role models for some of these girls, they wouldn't end up seeing us at the Hope Pregnancy Center. Now, please hear my heart, okay? I'm not saying that you are any less of a woman or you have just messed your life up. I'm not saying that if you are an unwed mother. You know what? God can take anything in our lives and use it for his good. Anything. But what I am saying is, is a father, a good male role model is huge in a young woman's life. Because most of the time, why we end up pregnant outside of marriage is because we're looking for love. We're looking for acceptance. We're looking for all of those things that maybe we did not have in a father. I'm speaking from experience, ladies. Okay? So, get find some healthy role models. And notice again, I say healthy, just because they're in church doesn't mean they're healthy role models. You need to look. You need to look and pray. Pray, pray, pray that God brings them. Prayer partners. I want to get your blanks filled in. So I'm going to go to C even. Care, extended family of believers to care for you, lift you up, and remind you of your priorities. On the prayer partners, it's to have find you someone, though, that's accountable, that's going to hold you accountable. Okay? Because you know what? Whether we're single moms from a broken marriage or we're unwed moms, I have to say this as director of Hope Pregnancy Center, but also just because I feel like God wants me to say this. Sex outside of marriage is not okay. He is not telling you because you have had sex in your life that it's okay now to just have a free-for-all and continue to have sex outside of marriage. Now, I'm, again, it is not the unpardonable sin. I had an unplanned pregnancy 
after my marriage ended. I had an unplanned pregnancy. I chose adoption for a daughter. So I'm speaking from experience, but did that mean because I'd been married or because I had an unplanned pregnancy that it was okay now to just keep having sex? No, it's not. And so you need, we need accountability partners. Now you may think you want nothing else to do with the physical. You may think, I'm done with that. You know what? That sounds good in theory, but in reality, when God brings a wonderful godly man to you, you're going to deal with it again. You're going to deal with it again. Because you know what? We were physically made. We were physically made. When we meet someone that we are attracted to, that is a natural response. So I'm saying that to you that that's why it's so important to have those accountability. I mean the ones that aren't just going, oh, you're okay. What you want to hear. I mean that's in your face going, are you sitting in that man home at 10 o'clock when the kids go to bed? Or 9 o'clock when the kids go to bed? Or is he staying over? You need somebody that will be in your face saying that to you. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick on you. You're just That's what happens when you sit in the front row. Okay. D, another benefit is that so that single moms are reminded the Lord is mindful of your circumstances. He's not forgotten you. He knows you. He knows your circumstances. He has not forgotten you. E, safe and healthy events for you and your children that are usually minimal or no cost. And the word in those two blocks is each. And I want to get to the helpful tools. Take a friend with you if you don't have a church to find a church. Take a friend with you. Visit a church listed in the Survive and Thrive. You can read the rest of those. And then down at the bottom it says, God goes before you today and his presence is with you. God has a path for your feet to follow, a plan for your heart to discover, and a purpose for your life to fulfill. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.